Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per mile. When we are talking to fleets, one of the big topics of conversation, of course, is maintenance and and reducing downtime. But on the other side of the equation, another very large topic is whether or not a fleet can utilize green technology to be able to make them more efficient and also lower their impact on the environment. And as we've recorded episodes with a number of different technology providers, we have heard these kind of overarching themes come up over and over again, both from the supplier standpoint and also from the fleet standpoint. And today's episode, we're going to get into this uh, kind of where these two subjects overlap. And I'm very excited to have with me Mike Phillips. Now, Mike and I have been trying to get an interview booked for a while now, and it's awesome that we finally get him on the show. He is the VP of sales at C8 Energy, and he's got over 30 years experience in the uh, heavy duty industry. He's worked at kind of every level with a focus on, on OEMs as well as aftermarket. So Mike is a guy who I have been looking forward to talking to. So let's get him on the show. Mike, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. So glad to have you here. Thank you, Jamie. I'm glad to be part of the show. So as I mentioned in the introduction, you know, really, when we're trying to help fleets, one of the big things we're trying to help them with, of course, is downtime. There's also uh, new technology available to them. So from a just from a trends perspective, you've been working in the field a long time. What has been the direction fleets are going in? What are the overarching trends you're seeing? And then you know, our second segment, we'll really get into the solution that your company offers. So let's just start from the fleet's perspective. Kind of what's their what's their situation and what are their objectives? Well, you know, from my uh, experience, obviously, you know, saving costs and maintenance and downtime are always a key concern for fleets. You know, they're trying to find better solutions to stay on the road, keep the trucks running. Uh, and then as we kind of, you know, touched on a little bit in the opening um, and doing that in a much more economical, greener way, it's kind of the trend of what we're seeing with a lot of, of OEMs, um, looking to build uh, hybrid type vehicles, electric uh, vehicles. And so, you know, it is a topic that comes up on a regular basis at the fleet level is how can we um, continue to reduce our carbon footprint and keep these trucks running at the levels that we're used to while we're going forward with new technologies. Yeah, and it's it's that balancing of of the you know the older technology. So you might have a mixed fleet now in the in the near future, right? Where where you've got a bunch of ice uh, powered vehicles, and then you've got some electric powered vehicles, and it's like, how do you navigate that moving forward? I think I think there's still a fair amount of unanswered questions that a lot of people have about how this is all going to go. 
And that definitely causes uh, a little bit of of, uh, sleepless nights, I think, for some fleet maintenance managers. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like I say, this is we're still just on the on the front side of this and just it's new technologies that are coming out and it's just educating what's available and and the products that are are out there to help them achieve these goals. Yeah. Could you kind of give us the origin of your company and and then we'll uh, in the second segment we'll really get into specific products but I'd like to learn more about C8 Energy. So how did it all get started? What's what's the origin story? Well, we're actually a startup uh and my boss and I both have similar experiences from uh being in the industry for many years over 30 years together and uh during COVID actually uh kind of wanted to get into the van life type of a thing. And, uh, you know, the problem was, is how do you power your vehicle while you're out extended periods of time uh, without, you know, running your engines and charging and things to that nature. So he reached out to a couple different companies and, uh, you know, texted them one evening and, we got uh, some response back from a company called Skeleton Technologies, and they started talking and they had some technology that would allow him to do exactly what we're talking about, you know, starting the vehicle with little to no battery life, not having to idle the vehicle to, to recharge batteries so in the morning that you can start your truck extending the battery life. So that's kind of how it all got started. And here we are today, we've partnered up with uh, Skeleton Technologies and we're bringing some uh, new innovative uh, technology to North America. And, and that's where like great ideas come from, right? You, you start with a problem and a customer and, and you kind of work it backwards from there. It's like, how do we provide a solution? Where is there a need? So I'm excited to learn more about the specific product. When we get back from our break, we're going to dive into that. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy-duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com slash aftermarket. Parts availability and quality have a big influence on fleets and owner-operators' total cost of operation. If they can't find a part, it means more downtime. If they install a low-quality part and it fails, it means even more costs like tow bills, hotels, meals for the driver, and lost revenue. That's why we recommend Sampa. They manufacture a wide range of advanced parts for commercial vehicles. Their website has an intelligent product search engine and broad coverage of suspension, steering, and fifth wheel components. Expect more. Expect Sampa. Visit Sampa.com today. We're back from our break. And before the break, we were learning a little bit about the trends, you know, of where fleets are going. They're trying to manage maintenance costs. They're trying to figure out how to leverage technology to be greener. And we learned a little bit about the origin story of C8 Energy. Mike, let's talk specifically about the product. So before the break, you mentioned that the the kind of the problem that you were trying to solve was all centered around batteries, charging, and reducing emissions, reducing costs. So 
Let's talk a little bit about the product specifically. So uh, the product is actually, uh, it's a super capacitor. And we use capacitors in everything from computers into all kinds of different technologies. And Skeleton Technologies has developed a capacitor that stores energy and can do it at a higher level and more reliably than anybody else in the marketplace. They have won some awards for taking the graphene, which is the actual material that is inside the capacitor that stores the energy. They've developed a way to curve it and can hold 72% more energy than any other capacitor manufacturer in the world. And they actually won the 2022 European Invention of the Year. And we partnered up with uh, Skeleton Technologies and and we're bringing that technology to North America. It's in a nice compact size. It looks like a Group 31 battery, but it's not a battery. It, its sole purpose is to store energy and to start the engine and taking the lead acid batteries completely out of the equation. That's a big objective. I know when I was selling heavy duty parts, one of the things about selling like those Group 31 lead acid batteries a lot of times you're replacing them every single year. And so maybe let's talk a little bit about the kind of like the old technology and where the problem is. So obviously replacing batteries on a regular basis has a cost to it, but there's more to it than that, isn't there? Absolutely, Jamie. It's become a part of actually, as you mentioned, uh, just the annual maintenance cost. I mean, it, it's not worth you know, trying to recharge batteries or the process to, if you have a bad battery, to hook it up, you have to charge it up to see if you can even get warranties. So it's become just part of an annual maintenance cost. And most fleets that we talk to, it just every year, they just replace the batteries uh, without even knowing if they're still reliable or not. But the problem with the lead acid battery is they deteriorate very quickly and they're they're not really designed to start the engine they're more designed to run hotel loads now they do make starting batteries but what you lose from that is they're not designed really for slow discharge and running hotel loads for the over the road and, and that sort of thing batteries also are very susceptible to temperature Unlike a, a supercapacitor that we make, the engine start module is not affected by any temperature extremes. It can hold its charge for months at a time without being charged. So what the scale start engine start module can provide is once you fully charge it, it's going to hold that charge and it's going to start your truck every time reliably, time after time, no matter what the conditions are or how long it's set out in extreme temperatures. So that that's where we're at today. So is this something that is kind of like retrofitted into the truck? So you buy this from you, where does it go? Uh, you, you mentioned that it kind of looks like a Group 31. So So where does it get placed in the truck? And then how does it get connected to the charging system so that that available starting power is always there on demand? Yeah, that's definitely a good question. So it's the exact same size as a Group 31 battery, and most trucks have a battery bank of, of say, usually four, four batteries. What you do is you actually replace one of the lead-acid batteries with the scale start. It goes right in place of that. You disconnect 
all the positive cables from the battery that run direct to the positive side of the starter solenoid, you hook those together. So now the batteries are no longer attached to the starter. So you uh, create a new cable that attaches from the scale start direct to the positive side of the starter. And then you hook the other two battery negative and battery positive to the scale start the battery. So the only thing that is attached now to the starter is the scale start. And so it takes the batteries completely out of the equation for starting. So it's not only going to make your batteries last longer because they are no longer necessary for starting the truck. It can also impact the life of your starter uh, because as we know, high torque starters require certain amperage to turn the engine over. And with the scale start, you're going to get that required amperage every time, unlike a lead acid battery that can deteriorate your starters even. So we're increasing the life of the batteries. We're increasing your starter life. And again, you can have a completely dead set of batteries and the truck will start because the scale start has the energy stored to start that truck time after time. Okay. So you, you are kind of isolating the starter. The batteries, obviously, that are still the three batteries left, they're still relied on to provide energy, I'm assuming, for like when the truck is pulled over on the side of the road and the driver needs something in inside of the cab. Like, how does how does the day to day operation of those other electrical systems get impacted by this uh, this change? Yeah, so that's exactly right. Lead acid batteries are there to run the radio, charge uh, your cell phone, computers, things like that. So, And the beauty of they're not impacted because they have more energy at a slow discharge that can run that sort of power all night long. And as I mentioned, so an over-the-road truck, if he's setting at a truck stop, he can run all of his you know, creature comforts all night. He won't have to worry about starting the truck to recharge those batteries so that he can start in the morning because, as I mentioned, the scale start takes over that. So there's very minimal amperage required to start your truck. So as long as there's enough juice in the battery when you turn it to the on position to turn the ECU on, the scale start takes over the rest. And pretty much the batteries will always have enough juice to at least turn that first initial step on. Right. And and this doesn't impact the charging system in any way. So it's still the alternator is still connected when you are driving down the road, you're still charging up your system. So that's why you're always going to have uh, enough energy when you need it. Absolutely. that That's absolutely correct. And it takes such little energy to recharge the scale start. It's a matter of seconds, basically, that it is back at its full recharge. It only takes nine volts to completely charge the scale start. And when you first install this, it, it comes discharged because we're talking about green technology. There's there's no hazardous materials inside the scale start. It actually can be recycled just like you would a TV monitor or a, a laptop computer. So you'll energize it once it's all hooked up. There's three posts on the scale start. You have your battery positive and battery negative, and then the starter plus, which runs directly to the starter. So once you energize it, 
in initial install, it takes about 19 minutes for it to come to full charge. And there's an LED indicator that tells you once that's charged. And once that's charged, we've actually can start a 16 liter engine multiple times, 12 to 15 times before it even needs to be recharged again. So, and once you've started that truck and it's actually running, the lead acid batteries have already basically recharged that scale start from that one time that it's used. So it's a very powerful unit. Uh, we can install these and it'll start engines all the way up to 85 liters. We put these in mining equipment. So it, it's very versatile and it can start any engine anytime. And I did talk a little bit about extreme temperatures. We've actually tested these down to negative 44 degrees and it will start the truck in less than one second every time. So it, it's an amazing piece of technology that will keep your truck on the road. And that was negative 44 Celsius? Correct. Celsius Fahrenheit at that point uh, are actually the same. That's that's the joke, right? When it's that cold, does it, <laughs> which is it Celsius Fahrenheit? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So as long as, you know, the capacitors aren't affected like a battery is. And if you notice, even in your automobile, when it's really cold outside, it takes, it has to crank and crank to get that engine to start. So as long as the oil in the engine is still liquid, it will start. So it probably could go even below 40 degrees Celsius, but at a certain point, the oil starts to solidify and it, it won't crank the engine over. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And for all of uh, our listeners who have never experienced that, uh, it is it is something else to pull away with your vehicle. And uh, it's so cold, the tires are actually frozen a little bit into the shape that they sat in overnight. So actually, when you go down the road, you get a until the tires warm up. I always tell that story to give people an indication because they almost don't believe you when you say things like the oil can freeze solid. But that is uh, that is the experience of of uh, the Great White North. Okay, so one of the things I know about lead acid batteries is that the plates inside the battery are susceptible to road vibration, and as the plates start to break, the battery loses its ability to to store energy, and then eventually it just is a dead battery. How is a capacitor different to a battery when it comes to road vibration? Yeah, so what is inside each capacitor is, as I mentioned, that graphene that is actually applied to an aluminum sheet and then it's rolled up and stored inside a, a little canister. It, it's no bigger than like a 12 ounce pop can, you know, so that, that's basically what it is. So there's nothing that can rattle loose. It, it's a self-contained energy storage system and it doesn't degrade either over the lifespan, like you mentioned with lead acid batteries, just from vibration and even being charged and discharged, they do lose their ability to hold energy where this capacitor, it's good for over a million cycles. And so it, it's pretty much a, a one-time investment for any fleet. And it will continue to provide that high cranking amperage every single time without any kind of degradation to the internal components. That's fascinating. Uh, do you have an example of a customer who's used it and, and what was the like economic impact for the fleet? So uh, it's relatively new out there. So we have had uh, some fleets 
utilizing this uh, technology probably for uh, about 12 months now is what they're looking at. We have it in some mining equipment, several over-the-road trucks. And what they're finding, especially like with an electric APU system, they're just finding that they're not having to call in for jump starts. They're not. Ha- they're reducing the idle time. So they're especially with the cost of diesel right now. They're they're saving several hours of idle time to keep the batteries charged up. And something that I want to elaborate on about the APU system. Generally, there's another battery bank that runs that electric APU. So with the scale start you can actually take the isolator out of the equation that goes in between the two battery banks from the starting of the engine to the powering of the Creature Comforts hotel loads. And so now you can almost double the amount of batteries. So now you're going from four batteries to run the APU. You can turn that into seven batteries. So you can you have all the power you need to run that APU system all night long. He gets up in the morning, goes to start the truck, doesn't worry about what shape the batteries are in because the scale start starts the truck. And then we start the process over. The alternator charges up the rest of the batteries. And so they're seeing a significant improvement in their fuel economy, not to mention, you know, what's it cost for a roadside jump start? You know, I mean, that can be thousands of dollars right there. Not replacing the batteries as often, you know. So the maintenance of and the downtime of re- replacing batteries. So they are seeing some significant return on investments. And if it avoids one jump start, it has basically paid for itself. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. We've been with Mike Phillips, VP of Sales at C8 Energy. If you'd like to learn more about this fascinating product, go to C, that's C like Charlie, C8energy.com. Links will be in the show notes. Mike, thanks for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report, telling us about this new product. I'm excited to get it in the hands of more of the uh, listeners of the show and, and getting their feedback on what they think of it. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me, Jamie. I really appreciate your time. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment.